0: Welcome to the Making Mortgage Fund Podcast with me, Becca Christensen. Our goal is to save you money when you buy, make you money when you sell, and save you a lot of headaches along the way. So today's episode, we are going to bust five common myths when it comes to mortgages, and we're just gonna dive right on in. So myth number one, this is a pretty big one, that you have to put 20% down to get a good loan. And this is simply not true. There are lots of great loan products. Um, so let's just start off with the least amount down going on up. So um, there's a couple different options for 0% down. Uh, the Probably the most common people know of is a VA loan. So if you are a veteran or can qual- or still potentially in service um, and or a um a surviving spouse, you may qualify for a VA loan, and that is zero down. Of course, you can put money down if you want to, but you certainly don't have to, so that is an excellent option. Uh, the other, I would say, is a little bit less common. That's a USDA loan, and so those are typically more in rural areas, and so, you know, as you can imagine, at least in the central Texas area, for example, like, most of Leander and, and Hutto um, used to like all of those cities used to be in USDA territory, and now um, a lot of that has pushed so that only part of those cities are in USDA territory. So as civilization and and the suburbs sort of grows, the USDA eligible properties uh, shift and change a little bit. But that is another 0% down option. Uh, Then we have an FHA loan, and that is a minimum of 3.5% down. Um, Another great option, that one has great flexibility. If you have any past credit um, concerns or perhaps we need to push your debt to income ratio a little bit higher, um, that FHA loan is really flexible for that and then last but not least we have the conventional loan and there is actually a three percent down conventional option it does have some requirements including an income limit depending on the the county that the property's in so we always have to check that just to see if we're eligible for the three percent conventional uh, but then If we're not, then we have a 5% down conventional, um, which is another amazing option. So all of these have benefits. It just sort of depends on what is the right fit for you. But you'll notice none of them required 20% down. All right, moving on. Myth number two, that mortgage insurance or MI or PMI is the worst thing like ever. And it's really not. It really, really isn't. So um, there are some loan products that require mortgage insurance regardless of how much you put down. There are other loan products like the conventional loan that depending on how much you're putting down, you may need less coverage and or no coverage. So if you think about uh, 20% down sort of being the point where you don't need mortgage insurance on a conventional loan, that is. Um, Anything less than that 20% down, you have a gap to cover, and so you can imagine if we're we're putting 5% down, the gap up to 20 is a little bit larger, whereas if we're putting 10% down, the gap is smaller and 15 and so on. So the cool thing about the conventional loans is that we have flexibility on how we structure that mortgage insurance. And I'm gonna have a mortgage insurance representative on as a guest soon. So we'll dive into this topic a lot more, but there's definitely different ways that you can structure the mortgage insurance with conventional loans. Um, With FHA loans and uh, USDA loans, the mortgage insurance is just a set amount and there's, it's monthly automatically, there's not a different way to structure it, but of course Again, there's other benefits to using those loan programs, um, so there might be a very good reason to to opt to go that route. Um, and then VA loans actually don't have any mortgage insurance, but I promise you it is not the worst thing ever. Um, if you don't have 20% to put down and or you have the funds, but you have them allocated for other things, then um, you don't necessarily have to pull all of that out of the bank. Um, you just have mortgage insurance coverage and it's not the end of the world and you get your get your house and you're good to go all right myth number three if you are pre-qualified then you are good to go ready to go home shopping and I'm gonna call this one a myth because I like to clarify the difference between pre-qualified and pre-approved um, so The word pre-qualified or pre-qual gets thrown around a lot, and that's totally fine. It's it's really quick and easy um, to to say, of course, but I think, to me, the real difference is pre-qualified simply means that a lender has looked at your application and your credit. So yes, while looking at the credit report is valuable because we can see your scores and we can see the trade lines. On the rest of it, on the application, technically, you know, anyone could tell us whatever they want. Um, And the only things that we're really verifying on the credit are, of course, scores and debts. We're not verifying income. So the that pre-qualification is something, but it's not really the whole picture. And so I like to make sure we go all the way to pre-approved, which means we've added the element of reviewing your income and asset documents and making sure everything in that application is correct so that, we have both the income and the assets reviewed, we run it through an automated underwriting system, check and make sure that we're good, and at that point, there's very little that's gonna creep up that should prevent us from proceeding forward with a home purchase. So I feel like being pre-qualified is not quite enough, especially in this competitive market. You want to be fully pre-approved, and then you are good to go shopping. All right, next. You have to give a blood sample and your firstborn child if you are going to qualify for a loan. (laughs) And this one, I'm just being a little bit silly. I think um, there's sort of been a pendulum, of course, of the documents that are required for mortgages. At one point, if you had a pulse and you wanted to buy a home, you were approved, you were good to go. Um, And then, of course, it sort of swung the other way after a while and there was a lot of documentation needed. And now I would say we're somewhere probably in the middle. But um, if you think about it, the the documentation that at least I'm asking for typically when I'm working on your pre-approval is just making sure that I've sort of dotted all the I's and crossed all the T's and woven through any possible hurdles in the future so that when I give you that pre-approval, we can like really feel confident uh, that you're going to be good and we're not going to have any hiccups uh, along the way. And of course... During the loan process, the documents that are asked for are simply what's required by the lending guidelines um, for the underwriter to like check off all the boxes to make sure you're good to go. Um, so typically, for a W-2 employee, it's gonna be, you know, Depends on the loan product you're using, I guess I should say. So this could be a much longer conversation, um, but typically it's going to be your most recent pay stubs, most recent W twos, um, two months of the asset statements for whatever account you're using, and a, a driver's license. If you're self employed or you have you own properties, then of course there's going to be additional documentation for that. Um, but my goal is to basically ask you for as little as possible while asking for, for as much as is needed to make sure that all is well. And of course, once you're in contract, asking for what is needed to get your loan closed. That's the ultimate goal. All right, and last but certainly not least, the mortgage process is long, complicated, and difficult to navigate. And I would say, depends on where you land and who is helping you. But uh, when you are in my loving hands, that is definitely not the case. Our goal is to make loans fun. It is still a mortgage, yes. There is still timelines that we have to meet. There is still documents that are needed. All of those things. I certainly do not uh, want to pretend that 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 part of the process doesn't have to happen. But I feel like when you can have things explained to you, when you feel like you understand the process. Uh, I always like to go over numbers after you're pre-approved so that way you know as you're shopping what to expect as far as out-of-pocket costs and monthly payment. Uh, Just when you have that knowledge and you also have updates along the way, it just helps reduce the stress of the process and then of course makes room for a bit more fun. And that's that's certainly where I like to come in uh, personality-wise uh, and make it really fun. So it's still a mortgage. For sure, but it does not have to be painful. Uh, You can check out my five-star reviews. In fact, my clients have the sweetest things to say uh, about how the process was was actually fun for them. And so that just warms my heart. That's what I want to to make it for you. I want you to help I want to get you a mortgage to help you get a home, uh, but I want to make it as fun and enjoyable as possible. So, with that being said, if you would like to make your loan process fun and get started, uh, then you can reach out to me to get that pre-approval process started today. You can give me a call or text on my cell, which is 512-299-0396. You can visit my website at wemakeloansfun.com, or you can text my name, which is Becca, that's B-E-C-C-A to 36260. So you're texting Becca to 36260. And you will get my mobile app sent your way. You'll just kind of follow the directions to add it to your home screen, and then you will have my mobile app as well. So any of those options, you can get a hold of me. And I can't wait to chat and help make your loan process fun.